0: When things go wrong, you're scared. Knowledge is power. There's a lot about this virus that we don't know. This yeah. is Money Talks.
1: We're back. You're listening to Money Talks. I'm Troy Harmon with DJ Barker and Jennifer Thomas. And uh, all right, well, let's move on to our actual topic. Uh, it's the finance show. Um, and we like to talk about financial things. Uh, we've got a, a couple here we want to talk about. Eric. And Luann, in their early 50s, um, in the past several months, Eric and Luann have called their advisor to ask if they should sell. And I'm assuming we're talking about selling stocks. Uh, First was in early February when the market reached a new all-time high. They were concerned it was going to drop again like it did in fourth quarter 2019. Then they called again in March when the market was down 34% uh, because of the coronavirus outbreak and the shutdown of our economy. Uh, They were scared that the global pandemic would destroy the financial markets. Uh, They became again worried in August when the market turned positive for the year. uh, They wanted to lock in their gains. And then they called again recently now that the market is again at highs and they're worried about the elections. Um, You know, we did have a little sell off so you know yeah. I don't I don't think the phone's been ringing just terribly but there are people that are watching closely and and the the recovery was really bifurcated as as we noted you know earlier on in the show how technology and and consumer discretionary stocks have really spiked higher while um you know some of the some of the other uh, more staple like uh, sectors, mm-hmm. uh, those that we would buy, no matter what economic conditions are, have really lagged significantly in the, in the recovery from, uh, March 23rd. So, um, you know, we, there, there's plenty to talk about here. People worry about their money and that is something, you know, we're human.
2: Absolutely.
1: Uh, and, and it's really hard to, uh, avoid that, but you know, it, it's, it's also something that's probably a good time to, um, refocus, right?
2: Absolutely. I mean, I think we're emotional and that's, you know, here at Hinsler that's what we help with. We take the emotion out of yes, the market's either up or down, but we don't react because of the emotion. We react based on fundamentals or the plan. Meaning, right. you know, when we create financial plans, we we have an I, IPS is what we call investment yeah. policy statement that, exactly. that kind of tells and helps the client understand. Here is the plan. This is what we're going to do. This is what the allocation should look like. And here's the strategy. Um, once you, if your individual, you know, your individual investor is going, you should have some type of strategy. You know that when a when a stock hits whatever price point, it gets up a percentage, you should buy it or sell it based on that strategy. And that should really be the strategy going forward. Right. It should be based on the fundamentals of what you're doing, not based off, well, it was a great day in the market. Now it's time to take some money off the table. Right. You know, and that's the fear sometimes that can take over. And it's a lot easier said than done. Right. Yeah. It's a lot Absolutely. easier to be concerned. And it's, it's you know, that's why our clients call us and say, hey, what do you think about what's happening? Yeah. Um, you know. When it comes to the markets and when it comes to the election, there have been highs and lows and I think the Democrats and Republicans when they yeah. have been in office so just because there are you know concerns about one or the other um that's okay i mean I think long term strategy for the market it it doesn't really matter if it's what political par- party is going to be in office. Sure. it's really just continuing with all right, well, we'll deal with the tax consequences when that happens uh but let's keep to the fundamentals let's talk about what your personal investment strategy is and what is the goal for yourself what do you want to do with the money and why are you doing and reacting and buying and selling
1: so guys when we were talking about Eric and Luann, um seems like they're a little nervous market tops they want to sell before the bottom falls out market goes down they want to sell before it goes down more um, all very human things absolutely you know we're we're emotional especially about our money when you know that uh it's important to to have it to so hold you on can to just it. live yeah. Yeah. yeah retirement happens exactly so uh all of us have been set up in a a lifestyle that we understand and if uh if we expect our savings to fuel that lifestyle then uh obviously it's a source of of emotion. It's one of the reasons that I let someone else handle my money. I know Bill Laco has talked about it himself. Uh, You're always best, even if you know all the right answers, when it's your money, you can get more emotional than you ever should. So it's always best to have somebody else who's going to approach it from an unemotional point of view. And um, at Hensler Financial, we can do that for you. but, well, uh, I think
3: that there's a difference between a, like a broker who tries to, who's trying to pick the best stock for you at this you know, at this specific time. Not that we're not doing that too, but it's, we're more developing a, you know, as an investment manager and a financial planner, you're, you know, you're looking to develop a, a overall plan for the person not just trying to pick a specific investment that's going to do the best right at this moment. Right, right. The one thing that's got, you know that this is the item that you have to own right now. So yeah. what I think a lot of times people have in their head that what's going to happen is if they have an advisor, that advisor is going to call them and say, "Hey, I've got this you know new stock that I want you to invest in," or you know I think it's time to you know to get out of the market because I think the market's going to go down and for us it's not that we don't care that the market may go down or that the market may go up we're we're more trying to develop a long-term plan for you not something that you need to follow in the next 30 60 90 days
1: right and and the thing that you can you can say is is this i mean we're trying to create a portfolio we know long-term returns on the S&P 500 which is kind of the benchmark overall for all investing Uh, Is about 10.5%, and and that's taking it back to 1925. If you think about what's happened since 1925, that would have caused a little bit of anguish. Uh, We had the Great Depression in 1929 and the market crashed, 80% value lost. Uh, We've had a World War, World War II. Mm -hmm. Uh, We've seen a president impeached. Uh, We had the Cuban Missile Crisis. We've had... Loads and loads of things, I mean even more recently, think about uh, it wasn't here in the you United had the tech States
3: bubble but, you
1: had right, yeah, two thousand you know, tech bubble uh there's there's a lot of things out there, and yet the numbers that we're talking about are still ten and a half percent over a long with time that included exactly yeah. yes all it's... that's through all of that grief, so um we we don't just totally ignore it and invest you and and uh, tell you nope, that's your portfolio That's what you're going to own. Uh, what we do is try to diversify to the point where, um, you know, there's there's a lot of uh, talk about tech stocks lately. They've been on a rip uh, in the last five days though, as we talked earlier in the show, they've, they've lost significantly. Well, you know, at those times you want to hold those utility stocks. You want to be well diversified. Uh, your portfolio probably shouldn't look precisely like the S&P 500. In fact, we like stocks that pay dividends. And uh, some of those have been beaten up uh, and and ignored as technology has gone up because oh by the way technology companies seldom pay out a dividend I think Microsoft does um, but Amazon you want long term
2: growth with them right exactly. That's what you're looking for exactly. They're not paying the dividends that we prefer you know with right. you're in retirement. You probably want some dividend income,
1: but you would think. You think and and the thing is it usually stabilizes those price declines mm-hmm. and um you know we think uh we think more about um risk management than we do returns just total returns and and especially uh you know when it comes to um kind of smoothing out the 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 uh volatility that we know the stock market can have so um You know, while I say that uh, the market has an average return, average annual return of ten and a half percent, there's only been two years out of the last 90 that we have seen returns remotely close to that ten and a half percent. Most of the time, you know, it'll be up big in a you know a short period of time, and then uh, they do have declines and Mm -hmm. you know. But the thing is, when you own a diversified portfolio. You're going to get somewhere in between, on the upside and on the downside. So, um, you know, it it mutes the volatility of your portfolio. A lot of people like to look at the individual stock. Well, why don't I own this? Mm -hmm. Well, uh, we also have this overlay where we look at high quality. Right. And, uh, you know, about half of the S&P 500 um, would be considered high quality. It's going to be stocks that you can – uh, heavily rely on their earnings through no matter what the economic conditions are um, and you know some have surprised us in in this pandemic i you know i 've talked about it before in the air recently how disney who who 's going to disney right now who 's riding on one of their cruise ships who 's right. doing all this other stuff? but within the company, you also see they are pretty well diversified uh owning uh, NBC and ESPN, some of the television networks, but even ESPN didn't work at at best because we had sports. Yeah. Uh, DJ, I know Side-lined. you're a big sports fan. I. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> don't don't <laughs> you love it when those those Dolphins win the National League Championship? I love it. Yeah. I love <laughs> it. Figured, <laughs> so yeah. Uh, man. Anyway, <laughs> uh, DJ Not being in Miami, playing guy.
3: old games and you know.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah. And, you know, it doesn't really get quite the draw from advertisers uh, who are also struggling a bit right now uh, in, in some cases. I don't think Budweiser is going out of business anytime soon, but, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, it's it's put a bit of a dent in a lot of things that you wouldn't have expected, you know, through a normal recession. So um, either way, you know, technology has worked, but it hasn't worked quite as well as the prices might indicate Uh, and we do have a question from someone that we would like to, uh, cover in a bit, maybe, uh, that's talking about technology, but you know, all things considered, uh, we're never going to tell you to sell out of your equities. No. And, and it's because of that long-term approach, the long-term strategy. Yeah. Well,
3: the the thing that, you know, and if you follow our philosophy and you know that it's a 10-year rule. So we keep 10 years worth of your fixed income investments. It's not that we're not watching the market, because if the market does go down, you know, each year, if the market's going along well, we sell a little bit more out of growth and provide for that next year's liquidity. So it's a rolling 10 years, you always have 10 years in place, unless the market goes down. And then when the market goes down, we stop providing that liquidity, it gives us the ability to wait up to 10 years before we have to sell a stock in a down market. So it doesn't really matter if, you know, the, you know, who wins the election, how long is will that effect really have on the market? Yeah. It might have an initial effect, and it might be very rocky leading up to that. But after a while, the earnings in the companies that you own are going to really drive what the portfolio does.
1: Precisely. Yeah. And, and you know, we, we have seen uh, Democrat – um, regimes actually have seen better performance in the stock market over the long run. But usually when the change comes, is when uh, when the change, meaning the elections, uh, that's when you see a little more volatility. Right. Uh, right afterward or right before. And um, usually the, the party in power uh, is gonna stay in power because the stock market's a great indicator. If you look three months prior to the election, if the market is up, then whoever's in power will probably stay in power, just based on historic numbers, hmm. uh, and just the opposite if that is not true. And I believe we're still up since August third. Uh, mm-hmm. We've been talking about uh, a case study, Eric and Luann, who uh, get a little bit nervous at market pivots, and we uh, all do. You know, we it's get all it. we it's, get it. It's human. Uh, We'll uh, finish that up in just a second. But if you have questions you would like for us to answer on the air for you, we'd love to hear from you. Question hotline number one eight five five four two nine nine one six six. You'll call in, get our message, uh, leave your message including your question at the beep. Uh, we'll play it on the air and answer right behind it. Uh, or you can call and talk to a human seven seven zero four two nine nine one six six. And oh, by the way, that's how you get in touch with DJ or Jennifer, if you would like to speak to somebody about your financial situation, again, that number seven seven zero four two nine nine one six six. 770-429-9166. Uh, you can also email us, drgene at hensler.com. That's D-R-G-E-N-E at dot com. Or you can go on our website if you're the do-it-yourself type. And uh, that website is hensler.com, H-E-N-S-S-L-E-R.com. Remember, two S's. All right, so... Um, DJ, we've been talking about this. Uh, we we kind of covered, you know, it's totally human to be um, nervous about, you know, pivot points in the market, whether yeah. it be a higher or, you know, a big sell-off or what you anticipate coming. Um, yeah. <clears throat> Eric and Luann have been a little bit nervous this year because we've seen a couple of tops. We've seen a huge sell-off, and now we're seeing a little bit more volatility creep back into the market. And, oh, by the way, we got an election in November. Uh, so, you know, we, we've talked about kind of the way we look at things as a portfolio, uh, and you know, the, 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 long-term approach of a strategy, including an investment policy statement that we use, um, is there something else you want to t- touch on this?
2: No, I think we just have to keep, keep that in mind. You know, we can't be emotional. So, so it is just, you know, I think we talk about it every year. You know, you want to can revisit your tax losses. You want to revisit what's happening. Does the investment strategy that you've chosen, does it still make sense? Yeah. Now, annual, annually, you want to have these conversations. You want to do it, but you don't want to be emotional, right? So it's the right. fine. If you want to sit back down and make sure that the investment strategy is still in line, great. The roles, the objectives, the performance. If you're doing a full look at your portfolio, then great. But again, just because the market is either up or down, We don't want to necessarily have that conversation based off of the market movements. It's a fundamental thought process that you're doing this um, and you're doing this strategically to make sure you're gauging performance or the asset allocation is still where it should be. Um, So it's really just the bigger conversation to have just because the market is either up or a stock is up or – Yes, they can go down, but yeah, even if it's do. down, don't cut it just because it's down unless there's a fundamental reason that is based off of the investment strategy that you've chosen to follow.
1: Right. Uh, quite often, the stocks that fall the most, obviously, when you when you invest your money, you're looking for the best stock for the future. So uh, quite often, unless something has fundamentally changed, uh, those stocks that fall out of favor are the ones that I, who, you know, I, I do look at the portfolio uh, and and help the portfolio committee at Hensler Financial make decisions okay. on changes. Um, <clears throat> so uh, you know that's that's kind of my purview. But uh, quite often I find that those companies, as long as the quality hasn't changed and they're still a high quality, uh, understandable uh, company, uh, quite often they're the most uh, attractive thing to me for future investment returns. Sure. So uh, you know it, it's it's. Uh, just just because something has fallen doesn't mean that it's time to kill it um you know if it fell really rapidly in a short period of time and there was a fundamental reason you got my attention right um and you know it's the ones that I'm going to have to defend I know I would have to defend them to clients so I read those quite a bit more often <laughs> than I do the winners the i mean uh you know a loser is, is kind of an orphan nobody wants to claim it um but, uh, winners are everybody's hero. So, um, you know, there, there needs to be a strategy, uh, longer term, I will tell you, it's not real often that it happens, but you should, uh, reconsider if you get too emotional about your portfolio, it means that there probably is something going on. There probably is more volatility than you would have expected from that portfolio. And there's nothing wrong with saying that, um, but it it definitely gets a little weird when you you have been told, hey, there's volatility in the stock market, and when you start seeing it, then you start saying, hey, whoa, slow this down. I don't really want on this ride anymore. Right. Um. You you got to stop and realize there has been a whole lot of study going into uh, our philosophy and and our strategy, um, and a whole lot of things a whole lot of things worse than what we're dealing with today have occurred.
2: So you're saying don't blame yourself, blame Troy.
1: <laughs> yeah, <I> mean, whatever <laughs> works for you, DJ. Okay, I, okay. Unfortunately, I don't get to go into your meetings with you, so I, I at times just have to assume that's what you do. Okay, doing. Good, yeah.
2: good, good, good.
1: You, you've probably got a punching bag with my face on it somewhere. Just, oh, another client meeting? Here, you, Here go. you go. Take a whack at Troy. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to have me in a dunking tank in our next that would client be fun. meeting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're going to take a real quick break right here. When we come back, we'll talk some more finance. around, you're listening to Money Talks.
0: All material presented is from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decision and is not intended to replace the advice of qualified professionals such as tax consultants insurance advisor or attorney although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter it may not apply in all situations this is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments it is not our intention to state indicate or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in the Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any
3: insurance products.